Make your next career move your best. Verizon Retail offers the potential to earn up to $50,000 annually and amazing benefits starting on day one, including product discounts and tuition assistance. Apply today at verizon.com forward slash retail careers. No, y'all lie. Oh, my bad. <laughs> we lie now. Welcome, 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 welcome to the sidelines. It's your boy, I don't see in the place to be. What's good? What's up? It is your boy, Ryan Waves. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Coach Taylor, Bill. I'm here, man. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I'm here. I don't know how this show going to go. We already random. This is ever, bro. <laughs> this about to be wild. <laughs> Shame that people people would give you, like for you not to know how to play spades, or for you not know how to cook a black soul food dish. That's true, because I would judge him the hell out of my. You know what? I don't know how to make. I don't think I know how to do it either. <laughs> hold, hold up, hold up. Hold up, what you say? I can fry a chicken. I can fry a chicken. Alright, you can fry a chicken. Alright, yeah, yeah. <laughs> To the spot. I can throw on some black eyed peas. Alright. Now, I, I just can't play spades. Alright. <laughs> you can't play spades? I can play spades, but I'm not good at playing spades, if that makes sense. Alright, that's different. It's too much pressure. So you can't play spades? That shit feel like you about to die just playing cards. Like, it's, it's too much pressure. Nigga, I don't feel that pressure playing Uno. <laughs> This is my favorite John Harbaugh's Hold up. Right. What you mean for that pressure playing Uno? Uno? Matter of fact, what rules do y'all play by Uno? Whatever Whatever Milton Bradley say is the wrong way. Right. Right. Now, now listen. Whatever Milton Bradley say is the rules. The rules that come with the goddamn card deck. That's what I play. All right. Tell you what. If we all play Uno and you hit me with a draw four, right? Mm -hmm. And you say color red. And I got a red draw two, and I smack it. Nah, is that legal? Hell no. Only thing we're gonna talk over draw four is a draw four. Depends on which black household you in, but exactly. in, in, in some black households that's frowned upon, especially if the person behind that person is a draw two, you don't have a draw two to get back. <laughs> They're the only people that's really gonna complain about it. Right. Anybody ever, if you got a draw two in your hand, you just quick like, I don't even can't go here. You, know, <laughs> you, you got that draw two, you like, no, hold up, man. We ain't established that at the beginning of the game. <laughs> <laughs> you got to exist. You got to exist, bro. That's what you need to do. You got to establish all the shit in front of the game before you even sleep. Exactly. Draw four can go on top of a draw four. That's it. I don't care what rules you play, pile up. Stack, whatever you want to call it. It shit need to be a draw before we pluck the first card. No, draw four can go on top of a draw two, I think. I haven't played it in a minute. No. Mm. Hey. We're going to have to get somebody moving with L. Because, <laughs> because right 
Everything he's saying ain't making no sense to me. <laughs> Those two games are way more important in the black household than poker. Yeah. Um, Agreed. Yeah. Poker it's again, I know I know how to play, but I don't know how to play. I know the poker rules. Seem relaxed <laughs> to me. Like, all right, this is chill. Look at yourself. Invite Al to the next poker game. <laughs> I don't know. I put my money up on the game. I don't even know how to play. <laughs> Yeah, you do all right. Come on in. Drill four, drill four. That's it. I hear you. Or it can be, it can be bones or tongue. Oh my god! I've seen people almost lose their job because of tongue. Man, yo, I've seen people almost got fighting because of tongue. Tongue used to be my lunch money game back in middle school. Yeah. (laughs) Go to school with two dollars. Come home with 25. Like, yeah, I'm good for the week. I'm going to get these extra fries up off you, cuz. That's a blind. Go ahead and get that above you real quick. Right. Oh, man. Good old Overly, bro. Hmm. Oh, that's crazy, yo. We some fools. All right, let's get straight to it, man. COVID done struck Baltimore. <laughs> Smacked the hmm. whole Ravens facility. The negligence, the selfishness, the dumb, idiotic, whatever other adjective you want to put to place it on the strength coach, but whoever it was in that in that area, that staff, like how, like how can you be so careless? Yeah, sometimes. That's, that's a good word, um, John. And arrogant. Right. What I'm, what, I, what I'm noticing from, and I really hate to, I hate to be this guy right now. But I like being this guy. But the arrogance of what I'm seeing from certain people when it comes to this mask and not wanting to participate because they feel like it's a hoax. And now when you're seeing the ramifications of it, now here you are. Like, what, what does it look like now? It looks like twenty plus people on reserve, and you probably gonna get destroyed on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, whenever they decide to play this game. So, thanks a lot. Ridiculous. And then you cost the NFL millions. To mm-hmm. me, you in a if you in a you're a strength and conditioning coach, you in the health field, and to a certain aspect. Arrogance and, and what's the word John used? What's the word you use, John? Uh, privilege. Privilege. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what it is. Privilege. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ridiculous, yo. Yeah. But the game is scheduled for Wednesday at three forty. So say again. Wednesday what? at three forty. Oh hell no! They got to change that time. Eastern. Eastern. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, they gotta change that time. Looks yeah, like somebody missed that game. Everybody, everybody work from home. That's it. I mean, I'm gonna be working, but I clock out at four. Technically, I clock out at four. I've been just saying. I mean, I clock out at five, but shit, it's a, it's I'm gonna be clocking out at three forty that day. I just make the hour uh, went twenty up. <laughs> Jeez, oh, come on, bro. Three, four. What, what did you gain? About, what is that? That was that's a, such a random time. That's a very random like, time. 
that's like that's like junior varsity type of a yeah. Niggas varsity yeah, don't even step on the field at three forty. <laughs> we be lining up, getting ready to start the game. Oh my gosh, bro. That's crazy. I guess he took their lumps and said, hey man, we lost we lost our big money on Thursday. So now it's like, hey, we take what we can get. And it ain't shit. Three forty, that's crazy. Wow. But <clears throat> before we move on, does anybody expect the Ravens to win? This game. In all fairness, I expect them to win before the COVID outbreak. So, Ditto. let me see. Ain't nobody TD in here being random. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about forfeits again? No, I said the weight training coach <laughs> went through went through the, <laughs> the weight room licking all the damn weights. <laughs> <laughs> I mean Crazy Glenn said Rise the game They can pull it out Pause Who said that? Glenn Make sure you say pause Glenn Unbelievable Is he serious Or is he being Like <laughs> I don't Is he saying anything what? Happened Angels in the outfield You gotta stuff. act now Cause I was on Um Uh Yeah. 
and I just don't see it happening, bro. Like, I'm sorry. I, I'm very anxious to see what the coaches come up with. I'm really anxious to see. I want to know who, what type of identity they can try to forge during this game based on the personnel that they have that they didn't see in person all week. Hmm. So, therefore, I'm not really looking forward to the game at 340 Eastern on a Wednesday. Right, I mean, I, I ain't gonna be in traffic at 3.40. <laughs> <laughs> well, then listen to 97.9 <laughs> on the way home. Right, right. I have to. You know, I was looking at the uh, Tennessee game, mm-hmm. and I was trying to look at it, um, like how Taewon was saying, like, what was, like, their scheme, what was their mindset of where to attack? And the first, well, the first two passes of the game was deep routes. And they tried to attack, like, a lot of Mark Andrews crosses, crossing routes across the middle of the field. They tried to do that a lot. And then, like, if he wasn't there, hit whoever underneath or behind it. But y'all remember the touchdown Tyreek scored on last night when he ran across the field? Mm-hmm. He was in the slot on the left side, and he ran right. Basically, he ran a, a, a deep over route to the right, the right, uh, right sideline quarter touchdown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that patent um, play. The Ravens ran that with Mark Andrews. I'm like, why would you run that with Mark Andrews and not Hollywood? First of all, Mark Andrews is gonna take longer to clear that out, to clear out on that route. It was hilarious to me. Like, whoa. That's probably like watching Lando Brown doing another 40. I mean, but, like, granted, granted, he took two guys with him immediately. But it's like, was that just to be a decoy? Because Lamar looked there like, hold up, if it's a decoy, why is Lamar looking like there so long for it to get come open? It was weird to me. But one thing I would say that's, that should be a little different than this game is RG3 would most likely take the more outside throws if they see other threes. Oh, man. But we'll see how it play. We'll see how it go down. If RG3's playing, man, I can't. <laughs> I, I can't. Bro. I can't. Can RG3 playing and he got a shape up, we good to go. We lose by like three, we may win. If you fuck with the butter knife haircut, you're going to lose by 20. He had, Paul, he had like bush balls on top of his head last time. He, last did, time have, he did have that African Wakanda hairstyle. Yeah. We, we saying all of that, That's all that is true. Like, but he will throw it to, to the wide receivers. You got to think like, like for what the last what was it all last year or whatever it was y'all was screaming let's get Jaleel Scott in let's get Jaleel Scott a ball boom 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 first thing RG three get in who we looking at the mismatch six five guy so it's a good chance you know he might look to see all right Dad's got a mismatch there cool Duvernay got a mismatch there you, you never know we might you know. I'm gonna see if RG three can anticipate throws. If he can't anticipate throws, there ain't no point in being out there. Yeah. And that goes for him and Lamar. Lamar ain't anticipating nothing either right now. Yeah. 
I would feel more comfortable about the game if we had a starting offensive line. For the most part, you will. Right. Because you I have mean, four. You have what? Four guys. You have four guys. But we went to the game last year when they had Gus Edwards and RG three, and they moved the ball. That shit was a problem with their starting defense. Yeah, they ran all over. Right. And, and without that game, they don't get the record again um, to to um, surpass New England for the rushing record. Right. So. I don't know. I just feel that's like... why I said it's big that they don't have to it. Hmm. Like I thought, Bugs was going to be out too. Like if they was missing Bugs and to it. I feel like even better. But you know, I'm gonna pick the Ravens regardless. We have we're gonna have our whole secondary there, correct? We're gonna have our whole secondary, whole secondary. except for Bonds. He out for the. He was been out last two games. When he got hurt against uh, the Colts. Um. That was good. Uh, we're going to have Bob up there. We have Jalen Ferguson there. Correct. We will not have McPhee. We won't have Cable or uh, Matabuke. Williams. Or, or Matabuke. You'll have Washington. <laughs> you won't have Jihad Ward. You say you will have you have Washington and uh, Derek Wolf and Jelly. And Ellis. And Jelly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um,. I don't know I mean, how we're gonna replace. It's not horrible. Are we gonna have our whole linebacker core? Is that correct? Or is LJ yeah, Ford gonna? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think all three of them. It's, it's funny because it's like everybody that y'all hate or like in the way of other players y'all want to see is out, except for the quarterback and Mark Andrews. Right, and Mark Andrews. Okay. Um. So Willie Sneed is gone. Oh, okay. This this is gonna be all right. Maybe I do want to see this. Willie Sneed gonna be gone. So that means Crochet gonna be playing. That means um, Duvernay definitely gonna be playing. Dez is playing. Uh, Dez is playing. Dez is playing. Dude, uh, what's the other dude? Uh, Hollywood's um, playing. Boyd is playing. Luke Wilson's playing. Mm-hmm. So we really just missed the quarterback in the line. And so that means Justice Hill. Maybe they can game plan something for Justice, Justice Hill. Plan. You never know. Mm-hmm. Since you push it to Wednesday, I don't know how how that testing thing works, but the tenth day for Dobbins and Mark Ingram will be Wednesday. Hmm. Nah, we maybe Dobbins can come back, but um, <laughs> <laughs> that was wrong. I apologize. That was uh, that was uncalled for. Cold I'm just saying though, like. We got we got to think here. Like I want to see them game plan, but this is the same stuff we said for years, fellas. It's not going to happen. I'm not even get myself excited about this game. It's not going to happen. I'm not. They're not going to game plan. And and to the Ravens coaches' uh, defense, somebody got to make a play. If you get one on one, somebody got make a, make somebody miss and, and and run for a little bit or something. Get some yak or something, man. I mean, because right now Go it's up not and happening. Get it. Go up the home. The only person that's getting yak is is Willie Sneed. It's steaming. It's steaming. It's steaming. Uh, Willie Sneed right now. That's and, uh, what's the boy? and Mark, but but you got you got to uh, point like you said, points of coaching. If you look at the way the Ravens are being defended, it's a lot of cover three looks. The corners, like, I think Roland always talking about somebody being a threat on the outside. How can you be a threat 
when they plan you eight yards off and stand over the top, regardless who's out there. Right. They refuse to get beat deep. Like, no, you're not beating us deep. Mm-hmm. Everything they in front of you. Take all that away, and then they hit everybody at the sticks. Zone across the sticks. That's it. We just got to take those little six or seven yards and then get them down the field until they come up and press. Exactly. Get the ball. Get the ball like quick passes. Get the ball in Duvernay's hands. He's a he's a he's a yak guy. Get it in Hollywood hands. Get it in Dan's hands. It's like you gotta go to that New England route. Mm-hmm. But then, then like we said, somebody has to make a play. Somebody has to make that one on one, beat that one on one with the corner, make him miss or whatever the case may be. This one I'm going at with it. This one I'm going at with it. Okay. That's what, that's what I'm going at with it. I hope you're right, but I, I just, I don't know. I'm sorry, that's so disrespectful, but I was hungry. I mean, I like Justice Hill in space. He showed not last year, was it last year or the year before last, what he can last do year. in Last year. Last year. <laughs> that's why we no. all was confused when they when got uh, Dobbins. I was like happy, but confused at the same time. Like, damn, what that means for Justice? Right. Just move Justice mm-hmm. out the world. I mean, he's a bigger... Better justice at this point. Shiftier. More shifty than justice. So what I asked you guys earlier, what I mentioned earlier in the chat about uh you know, about the Ravens, how do you guys feel about that as far as um you know the aggressive mindset that the Ravens are lacking this year? Do you feel like they are last year did you feel like they were more aggressive than they were this year? No, I still feel like they were. I feel like they were front running for the last five years. To be honest with you, I, th- I think he talking about as far as the scheme, like their mindset was to attack, attack, attack. Right. I think. Yeah, I think our mindset is always attack, attack, attack until we get smacked in the mouth. And when we get smacked, we like, oh no, we don't want to attack. <laughs> I don't agree. But, but, but I don't some think of that's it, the case. But but some of it is not even uh, getting smacked in the face. Some of it is just. Um, Hindrance was sometimes self-inflicted with, with flags, false starts, um, um, formation miscues, or it's a, a lot of it has to do with the play calling being lackluster. Like, we can average three to four yards of carry. It was not what we used to last year, but it's still good and down and distance for third. For mm-hmm. third and we come up with a lackluster play with a, a rollout with three receivers in one, in one position that's not going to help. Or... Um, a run that's just not going to do it on his own because we don't have the guards and sometimes the tackles to get to that spot. But it, it, but last year you had the diversity, you had a rhythm. There's no rhythm this year. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even say that. I would say they didn't uh, really evolve too much from last year. Like I think they're still trying to be aggressive. They still trying to be aggressive, but just not executing. Like you mentioned, it, John, that little three. Receivers on the same side on a play action. That was picking up 15, 16 yards last year. This year it's covered. All because of how quickly it was from, you know, in the threat of the run. It's like now it's like they should adjust quicker to what's going on. Like the monster should always be attack, attack, attack. But let's try to keep them off their toes. I mean, keep them on their toes of what's coming next. Kind of like, kind of like a, a balance of 
running your game plan and taking what the defense give you. Like, Bro, that you team, that team that played Miami last year, and that team that played St. Louis or LA, the LA Rams last year, those dudes that they were clicking on all cylinders. That team that played Seattle, that they were clicking on all cylinders mentally, mentally. Right. They has they has the they had supreme confidence in Lamar. The play calling that I see now, and that does, that don't look like supreme confidence in Lamar to me. That 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 story that they had coming out of uh, overtime that don't look like what we saw last year. They weren't just trying to win that game. They was trying to see what they could do on first down if they can maybe get a couple yards for a little drive. So that's not that's not aggressive to me. And what Tennessee do when they got the ball back on the kick return? Play action, take a shot. Well, I mean, you forget, give the ball to Derek first. <laughs> I thought they were play action the first play of the game. The first play in overtime they had the ball. Oh, uh, probably. I don't know, probably. I can't remember. Either way, the threat of Derek Henry is why that play action worked. Like, if our play action will work if we, if we get in six and eight yards. But if, if, if our first two plays, play running play plays, play. are getting you at the line of scrimmage, we might run no damn play action. True, but the, the play action, it, it, it is working because a lot of the defense are playing aggressive against us because it's a threat of Lamar and the spies. It's just sometimes, like you said, they're not clicking and it's not executing on the field. You get the misses with the Mark Andrews. You get the misses with sometimes Marquise Brown. You just you have those misses. <clears throat> they're working. It's just sometimes they're not executing. Uh, Roland said, uh, we could win this game. The Steelers can't run the ball, and we'll have our secondary. RG3 can make passes when needed, and we can waste the clock with our rushing, rushing attack. This game will force us into a, a personality. Roland, newsflash. They had their secondary last time we played them when they came out 5-1. Let the record show that. <laughs> Let the record show they had the secondary then. I mean, and they had... Big Ben said, hell no. I'm taking this thing over in the second half. <laughs> right. Are we going empty, five wide, right. and you ain't getting home with four, and if you blitz, we're going to try to... We're going to get out right the game for you. It. Right behind it. And That's why we played at 10. We played at 10 and gave free releases that whole second right. half for some reason. Why? Whereas in the first half, we bumping. Like, take one. Teach me. Niggas, niggas, teach me, they my points. That's what they do. Teach me, Taewon, if <clears throat> if the receivers are like in a bunch formation, right? And you know they like to do a lot of rub routes or like legal picks. How hard is it to communicate the pick? Like, hey, you taking this guy regardless? I'm taking this guy, and like we sitting in like a in a bump coverage. It's that the bunch formation is built to confuse the defense. Anybody that's playing, you know, playing man against trips bunch is tough as hell. That communication aspect has to be clicking. You've got to be playing with somebody for for years and have perfect chemistry and communication on every single play, and it's just not going to happen. So if you're playing coverage behind it, cover three, cover two, especially cover three. If you're playing cover three behind that, you're in good shape. Because you have that, you have that uh, outside linebacker coming up jamming, outside linebacker or nickel coming up jamming, uh, jamming the middle of the bunch, trying to disrupt timing. 
and then dropping back into flats. So that's why, most of the reason why people play cover three against trips bunch. It's just now. Now I mean, like, what if it's not even like a, a real trips? What if they just like stack? Because you see, like, uh, Steelers don't do a traditional trips look. They kind of like it's it's a weird. It's like an open bunch, if you will. It, it, it makes it much tougher. It makes it much tougher when when you're going against the open if you're playing coverage because you can't get hands on everybody and still stay true to cover three. Like you can't come well, up. So man, man coverage won't work at all. The man coverage will work against with trips. Um, man coverage two man with two behind that'll work, but that allows you to come up and be a, a little bit more aggressive because you have help over the top. But if you play a one, you play a cover one, you can't come up and be aggressive. You got to get that cushion, and just in case, so you don't get beat. Like Mark Peters, uh, Marcus Peters tends to be getting beat lately. But and my thing is, you got man corners. The strength of your corners are man coverage. Why not play more man coverage? More. Let me just say this: I do not think Marcus Peters has played well the last couple games, dating back no, to that Philadelphia game. Like it's, it's in particular in man coverage, like the separation between him and his receiver and everybody else in that receiver has been drastic. Because he's looking into the backfield, yeah. and to me, that's a lack of uh, confidence in your front seven, and just a lack of discipline on your part too. You gotta trust that's, the guys to do that job. Man, Kyle Shanahan, what a, I mean, I mean, this dude's made one dude go off in a game yesterday. He game plan for that one dude to get this dude the ball and get him to go off within his identity. Debo saying, your first game back, nope, he going off. Come on, bro. All right, let's, let's get these, let's go shop with the stop it. Where is it at? Did I lose it? All right. Make sure, sure I was skip, but all right, shop it or stop it. Tamon, you gotta do the honors with this one. All the Ravens drafted, all Ravens drafted wideouts in the last ten years, regardless of round, have the same thing in common. Yes. Are you asking me am I shopping or stopping it? I I don't know how to answer that question. It's like it seems like a loaded question. Like you're looking for a specific trait. Well played. You know me well. <laughs> so <laughs> I just wanted to see if y'all picked up on what I've been happening to be picking up on. Like I'm all the Ravens picking up on two different things on their drafted wide receivers and let me know if I'm wrong. Go ahead. One is they not getting off freshman at all. Okay. None of them. I and two is they're not developing. I don't know. I want to say that. They're not developing. Second. They're not developing. Oh, and that's not that. Okay. Okay, the, those are all facts. All facts. So the last one we had on. to get off press was, was key. And no, I'm sorry. I take that back. Steve Smith. That's the last receiver we had that got off that could get off press because he was just slamming it out of the way. <laughs> what you mean? 
That's the last receiver we had that can get off press man because he'll slam you out the way. Well, he wasn't drafted, so... That's what I'm saying. That's the last receiver we had to play on our team that did so. do me a favor. Take some time when you get a chance. Look at the All-22. Teams will not press Marquise Brown because they can't touch him. They plays off of him because of his speed. They do not press Marquise Brown. He ain't getting off man coverage. All right, I'm, I'm just telling Lil you. Little Tootsie Roll ain't getting off man coverage. You press uh-huh. him, put your hands on him, don't put hands on him, whatever. He's not beating man coverage. Uh-huh. Or Lamar not looking at him, one of the two. All right. <laughs> but I'm confused here, but I don't know. Because I'm like, all the receivers, like, you got some big receivers, you got small receivers, you got fast receivers. I don't know. I can't answer that. I don't know if it's the same trait. They, they was, all didn't. I would say, let me. They're not Pro Bowls. If I could guess, um, one is they ain't got no dog in them, and maybe two. What's the second one? I can't even say that. Uh, this it's another one. Just the just the and um, and it'll be uh, it's, they they're not going up for fifty fifty balls. See, I was thinking that, but I can't even say to that. The, to, the, to the highest point. See, I was thinking that, John, but I can't say that. I have a different mindset of you jumping at full vert and holding your hands as a baby to you jumping full vert and extending your hands in the air. Gotcha. But we can let, we can let the guru but, tell one. All facts. Are we including... This is the thing that I kind of overlooked, but... In a, a roundabout way, he kind of don't fit that mold now. And that's Darren Waller. What about him? He had some dog up in him, but it was it was cracked a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> he, he didn't take. He was he was too high to take the game serious. Right, but what I'm saying is now he kind of look like he's developing. He he doing the opposite of what I said. Our receivers don't do. And technically, he was a receiver drafted by us, but he's a tight end now. For somebody else. Oh, you get you getting closer. <laughs> You're getting closer. I'm confused. I don't know. All right, so so let's let's address what they said. Al Al was completely correct, and John. Ah, was hold on, wait, 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 wait! Before you go, before you go, mm-hmm. Roland said they all get used opposite of how they how they were used in college, tight ends included. I still Roland's think absolutely. I don't believe that to a degree neither because Torrey Smith was used the exact same way. He was Torrey Smith was used the way and Andrews was used the same and, way. And he had success. I think Rose is accurate. I think Rose is accurate. And anything anything else before I, before I go ahead and say what I need to say? No, go ahead. I'm curious. All right, so look. Here's the thing. We listed all the things that the Ravens drop receivers do not do or what we are – they don't not doing what we're looking for, and that's accurate. But what I'm noticing is none of our wide receivers get game plans for. None of our wide receivers, you can see that they're making a conscious effort to try to get these guys the ball. When Rashad Perriman was here, no. Torrey Smith, they took a shot or so, but no. Chris Moore, no. Whoever else you want to name, no. Nobody's getting a spot in the game plan to try to get the ball to. And to me, 
if you're drafting these guys, whether it's early or late, it's no point to draft them if, they, if you don't feel like they're worthy of having the ball in their hands. If they're not going to go off for 50-50 balls, like y'all said, if they can't get off press man coverages, what are we doing? That means one of two things. One, they're not being developed the correct way. They're not being game planned for um, by our offensive coaches. And three, they just ain't got no, they ain't got it in them. All right, which leads, which leads me to believe no, that we no. are drafting duds. Damn. All right, so we the Ravens and Cowboys game got moved again. Yeah, so moving Tuesday. Playing? July. <laughs> what <do> you say? <laughs> so are they playing in July? Damn, where you going? I've just seen it. Where you going? Last thing I seen, they're playing on December 8th. I didn't get his time for that. Yeah, the 8th. 8 o'clock. Okay, Tuesday. I thought they were going to break that um, one in like I, a 12 o'clock game. That, um, J.K. Dobbins will be eligible to play on uh, this Monday? Week, Wednesday. Wednesday. Okay. On Wednesday. But, Taewon, what you're saying is accurate but in my mind you can't forget it goes against the philosophy and the principles of the organization what is that you and, that's, and, 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 and it, it feels and it seems like the organization that their mindset is a thing of the past but that's like no matter what you put in it, that's it's, that's just the principle of the Ravens: run the ball, get the ball to your tight ends, have amazing defense. Every year since '96, that's been well. No, we had, since, we I, I would say since '98, '99. That's been yeah, the mindset of the Ravens. Since '98, '99, that's been the mindset. Now. Only person that I think they kind of got game plan for was uh, Tory Smith. <coughs> I think that was the only one that got a game, you know, that was game planned at times. I'm gonna disagree. I feel like they made a conscious effort to get the ball in Tory Smith's hands. I really don't. I, Why I, you say I, that? I'm gonna pick a year. I'm gonna pick a year. Is why I believe that. Are you talking about his contract year? Well, no, that that one don't count. I mean, well, he he went off that year, but if like they had more targets to uh, Steve Smith and whoever else was out there in this contract year, he just went off. And to your point about the philosophy of the team, I just thought that the philosophy of the team was to make sure that the defense was good and everything else will fall into place. I mean, the Ravens had plenty of opportunities to go get big name wide receivers and free agency, or or whatever the case may be. They just didn't do it. Right. They well, well, one of them. Well, one of them blew him off. Two one of them reneged. Two of them. Two of them reneged because we had no quarterback at the time. What and, I, and to me, that's three. Who was that one? What are you thinking about? I got T.O. Alshon Jeffrey and Dez Brown. Oh, there's. What about Allen Robinson? I heard Allen Robinson too. What about Allen Robinson? Allen Robinson ain't ridiculous. No, his contract coming up this year. Yeah. Before he went to Chicago. Oh yeah, 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 yeah
yeah, yeah. Matter of fact, yeah, we did offer him before he went to the uh the best. Yeah. Right. That's the fuck he get. Fuck that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, he picked he picked Black Brodels over <laughs> a fried flag going to the playoffs. Fuck out of here. Mm. And they, oh, TD said y'all still don't have a quarterback. All right, cool. That's yeah. cool. That's cool. We don't. I hope that nigga gave everybody COVID then, since he want to talk about we have a quarterback. TD, I can't refute what you're saying. I can neither confirm nor deny that. We have a we have a we have a quarterback. We don't have a natural. I don't know how to explain it, real. When I watch Lamar throw the ball, I watch Lamar. Make a concerted effort to throw the ball. If them, like I can see the ball going through his mechanics every time he throw the ball. Remember the one they missed the Andrews uh, on the on the live pass last week. Like if you if he's looking at that, you can tell he's like, all right, nope, this is a live pass. This is all happening in his mind. He's like, this is a live pass right now. I just have to fit it in and I have to throw it. Nothing looks effortless. It all looks me- like it's a mental struggle. Lamar got to be sleeping good. He got to have good sleep. You think it's too much on the field? Got to, right? Like the first, the first pass to Willie Sneed last week. He underthrew it. Like if he put the ball on the that thirty, Willie is still running. I agree. Somebody it. It's miscues on both ends, on the receivers' ends and the quarterback. Yeah. Somebody would have called Willie, but what y'all not going to do is sit here and act like Lamar didn't play great in the monsoon, and Lamar didn't play great against the Colts, and didn't play great against... Well, I ain't, he ain't played great versus the Colts. He played Ooh. good. He played okay. And He uh, played he winning football against the Colts. Hey, I'm not I'm not going to overanalyze the quarterback. I'm a believe in it, so... <laughs> I'm good. I'm overanalyzing. I'm, I'm just saying. I mean, we're picking up throws talking about Willie Smith would have still been running from the 30. No, the nigga would have been caught around the 30 or something. Like, he didn't even caught around the 30. Like, it's Willie Smith. Like, come on. Like, like, I'm the only person that, like, I don't get it. Like, Willie Smith is respected by everybody in New Orleans. And that's it. He wasn't respected by Cleveland. They cut his ass. Nigga, right. we go 0 and 16 and, and without you. Right. He, he went to New Orleans and went crazy. Like, whatever you say, Al, when his knee was open and Lamar missed him, that's a fact. And that's, and that's, that's warranted. That's a fact. And, and also but, a fact is, he's been the only person to get the ball and get yak this year. That's another fact. So. Because ain't nobody covering him. <laughs> ain't nobody worried about no goddamn Willie Sneed. <laughs> <laughs> My so problem. On defense, my game plan is a force him to get the ball to Willie Sneed. We gonna tackle him. That's my game plan on defense. My problem is, of course, Lamar misses. But when it's time to be in the clutch, and we need somebody to step up, we no. They've been dropping balls. They've been short. They've been doing dumb shit. We don't have get a first down. Do you get a touchdown to save a game as a touchdown? Like a quarterback's head. We don't have that luxury. Been, oh. been lazy on routes. Been like, yeah. yeah that's why. That's why I say. It, I think we're just overanalyzing a child game. We're overanalyzing a child game. Let them just go out there and play ball. Like you said, it looks like Lamar's thinking. I think he is out going out there thinking instead of playing free, like he did last year. I think that's hindering him. Because he knew he had the confidence of his teammates. He knew he had the confidence of his coaches. And this year, I can tell he does not. I can tell by I can tell by situational football 
that the coaches don't trust in him in certain things. I can then what is he out there for? That's my point. That's my point. If we ain't going to trust the MVP quarterback, who the hell are we trusting? Oh. Al, you preaching to the quiet. I don't believe <laughs> what? The quiet. That's the reason. It's a problem up top. Taewon, 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 like, give me an example. She's saying they don't trust him. You always put to the overtime. Like, what's not, what was not only the overtime? We had we called. It was two minutes left. Tennessee had the ball. We stopped them. Called timeouts each time to preserve time. We preserve forty eight seconds with one timeout remaining for Lamar. We get the ball at the twenty five or thirty yard line, right before halftime. And then they just run a dive. Like, that's a waste of possession. Now, I'm going to say this. When Joe was here with 40, 48 seconds and a timeout, they trying to get in the field goal range. And that's just what not, it is. Uh, not necessarily. It went both ways. Yes. It went both yeah, they, ways. They was trying to get in field goal range. It Last went both year, ways. With 48 seconds and a timeout, they that's, was trying to get in field goal range. All right, see, but I think, I think that's nitpicking. That's that's a that's a waste of possession. It's a waste of possession. What we lose by? What we lose by last week? I get what I get what you're saying, but I I I don't I don't draw the ball downfield try to get a field goal as well. But that's also been games this year where they did the opposite of what you're saying. I remember one time and he threw a pick one time. Now, first of all, I've been very critical of Lamar Jackson. You guys know that. Mm-hmm. When since they, since since Louisville, we understand this. I've been very critical of him. We uh, seen you walk out when well. they drafted him. Since Bill Baker, and I think everything he did last year wants wants him to have the trust and um, the keys to the car, if you will, to this Baltimore Ravens franchise. And it, to me, what's holding him back is the same thing that has held us back for years. It's the mindset and philosophy of uh, of John Harbaugh, and they're trying not to lose mentality. You don't get fourteen and two trying not to lose. You get fourteen and two when you're aggressive and when you're you're dictating the way the game goes from an offensive and a defensive standpoint, which is what they did last year. They are no longer doing that. They are no longer doing that. They're playing. They're playing off coverage at. at between eight and ten yards, just giving up underneath stuff, underneath stuff, trying not to trying to prevent the deep play, and that's not defense. That's not the defense Wink wants to play. I know they, but he's so busy trying to just they trying to stop this and stop this. Who's making these game plans? I'm confused. I, I'm not. I'm not totally convinced that uh, what's his name, Greg Roman or Wink have have came to. Uh, John Harbaugh with certain game plans, and he's nixed it, saying, "No, we got to make sure we keep the ball out of such and such as hands. We got to make sure that we run and try to control the clock, or whatever the case may be." And then, if you work on that game plan all week, when you do get down, of course, you ain't worked on nothing else but trying, but playing from ahead. All right. I, first of all, let me just say this: y'all know how I feel about John Harbaugh as a person. I think John Harbaugh as a person. Is probably one of the greatest guys I've ever met and came in contact with um, in the NFL. Anybody like that? But his philosophy and his mindset, with the exception of last year, the fourteen and two season, 
not because of the results, but because of his mindset. To me, that's what's lacking. A good co- Andy Reid ain't gonna ask. Oh, Pat, um, would you like to go for this on fourth and two? No, we're going for it on fourth and two. Here's the play. Such and such and such and such. John, last year in Seattle, you think we ought to go for it? Make a decision, John. Make a damn decision. <laughs> I think it's messed up that Matt Nagy got more faith in Mitchell Trubisky than our coaching staff seemed to have when our MVP. Who the hell is Matt Nagy? The coach in Chicago. Them niggas I don't got understand more. coaching. I promise you, I don't understand coaching. If Matt Nagy's a good coach and John Harbaugh is not, I'm high. I'm not, I'm not saying John Harbaugh's not a good coach. I'm saying his philosophy no, is no, I, no, I, I respect what you're saying. I respect what you're saying. But if people tell me Matt Nagy's a better coach than John Harbaugh, I'm high. I don't think I'm I've ever high. said that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever said that. I don't no, think I don't that was think the point I just it. made. <laughs> I said if we are not trusting the MVP quarterback if we are not trusting the MVP quarterback and Chicago would trust the Mitch Trubisky there's a problem there so, I'm trying to that's all I'm saying y'all, y'all bringing up good stuff y'all, y'all bringing up good stuff when, like, what, what you have to see for them, for you to, to believe they trust the quarterback. I need to see better situational football. Them trusting him in certain situations. Them being aggressive and putting the ball in his his hands on first down when everybody in the in America thinks that they're going to run the ball on first down, which they typically do. So, all right, all right. I really wish I had access to. The statistics of last year and the statistics of this year on plays that was called run versus pass in certain situations from last year and this year and in in situational football situations, the, the approaches that the Ravens took last year and this year. Because I know for a fact, for a fact last year, that this team mentally looked different than they do this year. And I don't think it got nothing to do with no damn COVID or no preseason games or anything like that. To me, I think it's just a different mindset. I think they're shell-shocked from that Tennessee loss last year. Shell-shocked. And then they changed philosophy how they approach the games. That's all what right, I think. I, I get what you're saying. I'm, I'm trying to understand it. Like, all right, he the quarterback. He the biggest threat with the ball in his hands. Throwing and running it. So what do you need to see, like, in key situations? Do you need to be running it on third and one, or you want to pass it on third and one? We see what? we see play-action passes on first down. They take shots. He ain't hit it. Oh, they didn't trust him. Like, they didn't trust him to run. Like, what is it? Like, when does that stuff happen? I want to see, I want to see us make an attempt at trying to get on. points before half. I want to see us not pack it in or – just settle for a dive play on the first play of uh, overtime. I want to see our approach to the game be different. I want to see us take more shots. I want to see us have leeway to take more shots. T1, all right. I, I, we ain't got time. I guarantee you. <laughs> I, I guarantee you. 
each route combination that they drew up in that Tennessee game had at least two guys on the shot clip. They probably run off. <laughs> Most of them was run off, so you know it. I'm just saying. You know, oh, my you know gosh. All right. All right, you know shot for the stop it. Shot for the stop they run permanent off. Shot. All right, listen. But but is that is that the mindset of the quarterback? Is that an error on the quarterback or the, or the play? The play. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, 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 wait. I thought we was going to the next time to stop. If it's I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Wait, no, no. If, 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 you, if the quarterback comes to the line and see the coverage is, is uh, shifting to the right side, and I know my runoff got one-on-one coverage and he could beat him, why not look there? Ain't that the issue with a quarterback? No, to me, he don't have that leeway. Joe ain't even had that leeway. You got the ball. You are the leeway. Bro. Time out. No, no, no. Day one. Day one. He got the ball. He the MVP. That's the leeway. They don't That's trust him to do that. No, you're missing my point. You're missing my point. So, who, so that's on him that they don't allow him to do that. No, you're missing my point. You can't allow somebody. You, what you mean allow? I got the ball. I know what I'm saying. That's, yeah, the, that's, that's What I'm saying good. is that's... That's the Aaron Rodgers mentality, is what I'm saying. If I got, if I know the play is this and that, and I'm looking at the coverage and say, "Hold up, I don't care if if the play designer go here. I see this. I know that's open. I'm throwing it there." And the mean, if me and the coach want to talk, me and the coach want to talk. It's that simple. To me, if if the coach ain't already give him that leeway, then that's on the coach. He should, he should be able to come to the line of scrimmage and make an adjustment. All right, wait, 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 wait. All right, take one. Take one. If you got your quarterback, right, your quarterback where you coach at, if you call, if Gene call a play, designed for the best receiver, and the quarterback come at the line and see that, all right, the best receiver got a match, you're going to be open, but the worst receiver got one-on-one, he's going to be wide open. He throw it to the worst receiver. What you gonna do? I'm gonna ask him what's going on. He say yeah. He gonna say yeah. I've seen such and such or whatever the case may be. And then Gene gonna be like, all right, cool. Because Gene, his mind, that's the coach's Gene, mentality. Gene already has. Gene already had that conversation with him though. That's my point. That's my so, point. All right. So your thing is you don't. All right. We outside looking in. So I do not think that that. It hasn't been the case for Joe. It's not the case for Lamar either. When, when the last time you heard Lamar come? When the fuck? When you ever heard Lamar come to and and, and make a check on a play? Not a, not not at alignment. He'll he'll come up and call alignment lately. But I'm a check on a play and, and and make that play. I think Joe. Maybe the last two years of him being here. Maybe the last year Joe had that leeway to go ahead and do that. We just All did. Right. Shop it or stop it. Bruce Arians' critique of Tom Brady publicly could cost him a job and a career. Shop it. I mean, stop it. I'm super stopping it. I'm going to shop it. And I'll let y'all tell me why y'all stopping it. Stop it. If anything, I'm, def- I'm stopping it because 
If anything, I would gain more respect for him as a coach for calling out what's supposedly the greatest of all time on the fact that he ain't playing correctly. That ain't going If you can't call him out, then what you need to ask the coach for? My, my best players last year, they hated me. Because I slam called them, called them out <laughs> every time. Hey, Tim, well, that's every year. That's true. That's every year. I told y'all Whatever level. I told you all, what are we out here for? Right. No, I agree with that. Go ahead, John. You love you guys. No, I'm, I'm going to stop it because, one, he's Bruce Aaron. He always going to have a goddamn job available for him in the NFL, regardless. Um, it seems like he gets more chances than a lot of people in the league now, no matter what his resume is. Um, but like like Taewon said, everybody's accountable. Bill Belichick did the same thing when Tom Brady was in New England. Get your ass cussed out in film work or in in the booth, whatever you at. If you can't play right. it, it'll be known. And I agree so, with that, and I rebuttal to that too, John. No, I'm saying, what you, you you think you just because you won six championships or you won one or two, you think you can get pacified? No, I, I, I didn't say that at all. But again, I, I'll rebuttal to that. Go ahead, Herb. To me, like, the mindset will be to stop it. I'm, no, I'm stopping it. Because I, I agree with both of y'all points, John and Taewon. But Bruce Arians, we've seen this coming. We knew what type of quarterback... Bruce Arians want in his offense and why it works. And we know Tom Brady at, at he's great at adapting to certain things, but he also needs things to go his way. If Tom Brady is playing bad, then he's just playing bad. You got to call him out on it. But in the interviews, the one you sent me earlier, Al, mm-hmm. the, the guy asked a direct question about Tom Brady. And he gave an honest answer mm-hmm. that was factual. It wasn't like a shot. It was a fact. And then the one yesterday, he kept you we. We got to get better at this. We got to just be the execute here. The play call was bad then. Whatever. Like, I, I don't get it. It's, it's like the media wants... Tom Brady to be the greatest thing since sliced bread. He can't do no wrong. You got, you got to adjust to Tom Brady, no matter how great. Before Bruce, before uh, Brady got there, Bruce Arians was a great, one of the greatest offensive minds ever. And Jameis was the issue with his decision making. Now it's like Bruce Arians is losing how to coach because Tom Brady is struggling. Like that don't make sense. The media is trying to push that narrative. Like, it sucks. Okay, let me say why I shop it. Let me say why I shop it. And I agree with all of y'all points, but this is the tweet that I have on all of y'all points. To start off with Taewon, certain people respond to certain things in different ways. I think John has said Bill Belichick called Tom Brady out in film work. Yeah, you can call him out on film work. That's not putting it on blast for everybody to see. That's it, not leaking out of New England. Like how Arians is getting up there and purposely saying, well, I called this play. I don't know what the hell Tom was saying. Like that's, that's what, that's, to me, you can't be a man if you're not willing to take accountability. 
I don't care I what the hell it is. You can't be a man if you're not willing to take accountability. I ain't hear that. I gotta hear that clip. What clip was that? Um, this was. I want to say after week one. It might have been after week two. Whenever they played the Saints the first time. The first game of the year. <laughs> he called them out after the first game of the year, and this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. He had Jameis Winston. He had Peyton Manning. He had Carson Palmer. He had, he had Andrew ben Luck. He had Andrew Luck. All ben four of these are number one picks. All four of them are number one picks of the draft. They also all had their worst seasons as far as interceptions under Bruce Arians. So if you're giving me these four great quarterbacks, and now you get a fifth and the greatest ever, and he's still having a career high in interceptions, nigga, the problem might just be you. And you got to be willing to take that accountability. Or else I don't want you as a coach. If you're not willing to man up and take accountability, I don't want you as a coach. I don't. You, you pretty much Donald Trump of the coach world. Can I rebuttal? Can I rebut that? Urban Meyer has he had a uh, saying on I think it was college game day that I saved in my phone, and I watched this saying like almost every week just to remind myself of what Al just said about accountability as a coach, and that saying was. Check under your hood. And what Urban Meyer was saying was, if something's going wrong, and it's not about really placing blame on other people, but you got to check under your own hood first to make sure um, if your car is not driving and your car being your team or whatever, check under your hood, make sure you got everything in, 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 in line first before you start placing blame on other, other things and other you know aspects of the game. I'm not saying Bruce Arians is not checking under the hood. At some point, I'm sure they looked at that scheme and said, all right, we're getting a lot of interceptions and this, this, and that, or whatever the case may be. But at the same time, Al, you brought up all those Pro Bowl quarterbacks that had their highest interceptions. Bruce Arians ain't out there throwing a ball. At some point, like you said, accountability, those quarterbacks got to take accountability for throwing those interceptions. And that's just what it is. They make better. They got to make better decisions. And that's just what it is. I mean, I can see that if it's one. One is a blip. Two could be a trend. But four, nigga, it's definitely a trend. Five, oh, the problem is you. You know what else is that you could probably say about those exact same quarterbacks? They have their career highs in passing yards as well. Like, Take the, take last night's game for instance. Brady had two picks, mm-hmm. an underthrow, a terrible throw. Mm-hmm. All right. Also in that same game, he had completions of forty, thirty, or whatever, whatever. Sometimes the scheme worked, and at the same time, the quarterback can make bad plays. If you ask a coach a direct question about a direct play, why would he shy away from the answer? Like the one you showed me, uh, the clip you sent me, he asked him about the interceptions against the um, the Rams. It was after the Rams game. He said, mm-hmm. all right, well, one pick, um, like he was trying to hit down the middle and the guy got in his face, he overthrew it a little bit. It was a pick. The other one, he read the coverage wrong. What's the 
the harm in telling the truth? We all seen it. Like, why he got I can see if he threw two picks, and that's it. Or oh, he had a bad game, and that's it. The only person throwing more interceptions than you right now is Carson Wentz. That's a problem. That's never I been Tom Brady football. I get what you're saying, but <laughs> that's, the, that's the risk you take in that offense. And not to mention, we all said this quarterback at this stage of his career isn't really built for this offense. Right, we but why don't this. you build your offense when you were winning and he was doing your check downs to Scotty Miller? Why don't you build your offense for that? Why do you no, change to the shots and now he's no, Carson Wentz? Al, they winning with this offense. They're not winning. Al, Tom Brady leads the league in deep ball passes. They are one and four against playoff team. They're not winning. All right. They're going to make the playoffs. Right. It's great. Like, like we tripping. Like, they ain't about to go 11 and five. Like, I, I get it. I get what you're saying, though. Like, the offensive philosophy has some flaws. It's super flawed. It's like big player bust. Right. I get it. But if you got a quarterback that ain't, like, at some point, the quarterback got to realize, hold up. I shouldn't just be throwing this damn thing up. Check down. Right. Like, let me tuck it and get two yards, throw it out of bounds or something. I mean, look like, like ima- imagine Aaron Rodgers in this offense. Aaron Rodgers is a different quarterback. You gotta correct me if I'm wrong, because I don't I don't watch a lot of Aaron. I I don't really like the dude at all. <laughs> but Aaron at age thirty plus has a stronger arm still. So that's what I'm saying. Aaron Rodgers is a stronger arm quarterback, a quarterback that will take shots deep down the field. But how old is Aaron Rodgers? Thirty what? Thirty eight, thirty nine, whatever it is, somewhere around it. Is he? But it's he like sixteen years. Telling me to put Drew Brees in his offense. Drew Brees ain't throwing the ball downfield. I get it, but that's what I'm saying. Like, he don't fit what they really want to do. He don't fit it perfectly. Like, I, I think the reason I bring up Aaron Rodgers is because we all agree that Aaron Rodgers is safe with the football. 36. 36. He came on age. Like. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying, like, Aaron Rodgers is safe with the football, right? He don't make a lot of mistakes. Ooh. So even in this off that offense, our Rodgers would go crazy. First of all, you had to bring that up. Second of all, once John said that he's thirty six, I definitely was not finishing my point because I was not <laughs> going to talk about any thirty six year olds. That's, that's, that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't blame the coach, man. Yeah, I'm not blaming the coach. At some point, the quarterback got to take responsibility. Even yeah, the quarterback got to take responsibility and throwing the pitch, but. Like how y'all just said, he don't have the leeway of Lamar don't have the leeway of the chat with me plays or whatever. Brady ain't that. being able to implement his offense either. It's like both of them got to take blame of it. And I don't think calling, just saying, oh, I, I called this. I don't know what he was reading. Or he made the wrong read on that. Like, make up. Have some it's type funny, of accountability because it's, it's only news because of who it is. None of this was said about Jameis Winston. None of this is newsworthy about Jameis Winston. None of it. Because Jameis Winston's brand of football was always turning the ball over. Even in Florida State, his, his brand of football was turning the ball over. Do we not remember Jim O'Fisher's A, calm the fuck down? You don't remember that from, from Jim O'Fisher? His I brand of football was turning the ball over. I, I, 
Right, I get what you're saying. But to your point that you made, all those quarterbacks that you mentioned, and Bruce Arians system had their highest. And actually, Andrew Luck running football was turning the ball over. That was my biggest knock on Andrew Luck. Cool, (laughs) cool. With all of that, all of them. They brand the football is turning over. They in Bruce Arians system. They throwing the ball deep. They throwing interceptions. The point is, you didn't hear this issue about the co- the coach. It's a problem. The coach calling the quarterback out with any of them. It's only an issue because we're talking about Tom Brady. And I mean that makes BS. sense. Yeah, that, that makes sense. That's absolute BS. And that's fair. But... All right, shot to stop it. A team missing a main piece. Due to COVID protocols, we'll put an asterisk on the football season. Stop. So you mean like if a team missed the playoffs because of a certain guy was out? Like you know, a team, let's say someone didn't actually have COVID, but they were on the contact list and they okay. can't play in the playoffs. Not saying the actual whole season, but the actual playoffs. You missing, I don't know, throw a quarterback out there. And he didn't have COVID, but he has contact, whatever. Mahomes. Mahomes. Mahomes Mahomes have contact with whatever. Contact tracing, whatever. And someone beats the Chiefs? Like, do we really respect them as actually beating the Chiefs? Fuck no. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Football. I respect it. Because in the same breath... We believe this coaching staff in Kansas City are some of the best game planners and scheme scheme guys there is yeah. right now. They should be able to scheme up a win, one game without Pat Mahomes. We've seen it. All that talent, they're supposed to be able to. We've seen it done. We've we seen it done, and we also seen them be in close in those games that they lost. But without Pat Mahomes, you still pick them to lose, regardless of who they're going against. So if I have a healthy uh, Pittsburgh defense going against um, Kansas City, I expect Pittsburgh to win with Roethlisberger. Not necessarily. That's just me. Like, I can understand if he's hurt. That's football. If he's hurt, he's injured, whatever, okay, life goes on. COVID is not football. This shit ain't normal. They play KC. He He was out. Cam had, well, he had he had COVID. Oh, okay. he had, he had COVID that week that they played um, Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Right. That game was super close for three and a quarter, three quarters, because of the game plan that New England had. Like to me, that was that's game planning. Mm-hmm. Everybody, like, oh Tom, uh, uh, Bill Belichick ain't this without Tom Brady. Okay, that's to a certain extent. That's that's true. But at the same time, did you see that they almost beat Kansas City and then it took the third-string quarterback to get in there and throw a couple pick-sixes and fumble the ball and Julian Edelman fumble the ball and cost them the game in a close game against the, the, the defending uh, champions? Come on, that's game planning. Yeah, and Bill is a hell of a coach. I understand that. But your game plan, they still lost. Even with a great game plan, they still lost. Agreed. So if Kansas City has a great game plan and they still lose, and it's because he didn't have COVID, he was close to COVID or protocol of COVID, 
I don't count that as a championship, bro. I don't. Well, it ain't like... I'm going to say this, and this is going to sound real insensitive. I hope the Raiders make it to the playoffs and they play Kansas City. And I hope about 20 of them Chiefs got bid. And I'm going to say because that's what it's going to take. It's going to take 20. I need Eric to be enemy. He going to have to have it. Uh... Pagano, Pagano can stay. I mean, I ain't really worried. Pagano can stay. But the rest of us are going to have to have it in order for us to beat the Chiefs. And that's just all I'm going to say. That's the only way we can beat the Chiefs. You, you can't pray that Andy Reid get the because that nigga, he might mm-hmm. not. I had to leave Andy out of it. Because yeah. Andy, Andy might not make it back. He might not make it back. He got mm-hmm. triple chins. That's, that, shit ain't, that shit ain't good. He already coughing anyway. I ain't yeah. gonna see somebody cough in 75 degree weather. Like, bruh, you got food. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Um, Roller saying, the final two weeks of the playoffs and Super Bowl will be played under a strict bubble. NFL PA got to sign off on it, but I still don't think you have enough places hmm. where you could avoid that type of bubble. But that means that means people. Because ain't just fifty-three. I would have to stop it. I would think we would have heard something about that by now. Wouldn't y'all think so? Yeah, I heard they were they were offering it. They were offering a, a bubble, but the NFLPA had to sign off on it. Mm. Mm. The only talks right now is, is about the eighth playoff team. That's the most concrete information that we all got from anything. Eighth playoff, eighth playoff team. If if the COVID got out of hand and they had to delay and make it a week eighteen and shit like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. They was yeah. gonna talk about doing the eight playoff team which they passed. Gotcha. All right. On the clock. Or on the bubble or on the clock. Which team has a legit shot of making the playoffs? Was that shopper to stop it? I don't think that was shopper to stop it. I don't think it was a shopper to stop it, just a conversation piece. Yeah. Hmm. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Miami. I like what um, Flores and them are doing down there defensively. Defensively, their front seven is playing extremely well, and defensively they're dictating games. They are, um, which is always a good thing from a defensive standpoint. Offensively, they just got to get healthy with with Tua and. Uh, what's his name? Uh, what's the other young guy they got as well? The other young wide receiver they got that's that's out right now with an ankle. But if they get healthy, mm-hmm. when you got yeah. what's his name? I was thinking you were talking about Devontae Parker when you said young. No, Devontae Parker he's healthy. It's the other oh, young guy that was destroying stuff at first, but I can't remember his name. What you say his name was, John? No, nah, I didn't say that. I thought he. Uh, I thought the dude oh. talking about got hurt. Yeah, he, he hurt his ankle like on a touchdown play or something. But anyway, I, and you still got two or three legit tight ends and Adam Shaheen and Mike Gusecki that can go up and win one-on-one battles like they've been doing the last couple of weeks. To me, that's a, they're a legitimate contender. Mm-hmm. I think they're a contender to win that division too. Like, I think Buffalo escaped them the first time, and I think that's the next matchup is going to be a very good matchup. Mm. Yeah, they're, they're a game back from Buffalo. But they are two and two in, in the division, losing to Buffalo and uh, New England. Mm-hmm. I'm putting oh, Indian. I'm putting the Colts on the clock right now. 
one o'clock to get in? Hmm? No, they on the clock. They they looking for a draft pick. I don't oh. think they make it. Oh wow. Um Indianapolis Colts biggest point, the biggest, most consistent part of their team all year has been the run defense. And for as good as he is, Derrick Henry to bet you for uh, 170 yards in the first half, they ain't gonna get it done. And you, that's what you're chasing to actually win the, the, the spot. And the you don't have the tiebreaker over the Ravens right now. The Colts and, is uh, the Texans, the Raiders, Texans again, Steelers, and then Jacksonville. That's the Colts, right? Oh, yes. Yeah. I, I got them missing it. It is tough, especially with Houston clicking right now. Especially if they if they lose to the Raiders game, because that's another team that they would have a tie. They would not have a tiebreaker over us and the Raiders, us and the Raiders, the Ravens and the Raiders. Yeah, I don't see them getting there. The Raiders looked horrible yesterday. Like they were sleepwalking. <laughs> He's definitely sleepwalking. Watch the East. I don't know if it's watch the East or I ain't never see Chucky not have that Raiders team prepared. Somebody went to Magic City. Something. Remember probably they go to Magic City. Yeah, just Thanksgiving weekend. The Raiders remaining schedule is the Jets, the Colts, the Chargers, the Dolphins, and the Broncos. Damn, Chargers, Dolphins, and Broncos. That's a pretty favorable schedule when you think the only. Real formidable team in it is the Dolphins. Dolphins you said yeah. the Jets, Chargers, Anthony Lynn is just finding the reasons to lose. I don't know what the hell he was doing yesterday. I, I don't know. So, I mean, I'm not really worried about the Chargers. I'm not worried about uh, the Jets for them. Just the Dolphins really is the only formidable team that they got. What was the other one? Dolphins and Broncos? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I go back to Taewon's point, he think he's going. Um, the Dolphins going to compete with uh, the Bills for the division. The Bills' remaining schedule is the 49ers, the Steelers, Broncos, and then two division games: New England and the Dolphins. Mm. Wow, that's 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 a pretty tough schedule when you think about it, especially if you if Kyle Shanahan can continue to make the game plans he's been making. That's mm-hmm. that's that could be a loss right there. But then look at but look at but look at Dolphins. But look at the Dolphins' remaining schedule. They have one probably one game they should win, and then the rest of them should be tough. They got the big Bengals home. Then they got to play the Chiefs, New England, the Raiders, and the Bills. They're gonna be fighting for all of them. That's five games, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so to me, if they win, if they win three out of those five games, I'm I would be a little worried about the Dolphins going forward into the playoffs because Who's if the you three? Can, huh? Who's the if three? They, if they can win, uh, they they're going to win New England. To, in my opinion, okay. they're going to win. Um, they're going to win the uh, Bengals game, mm-hmm. and. Uh, who else did you say? They're going to lose to Kansas City. They're going, and they, I think they can beat Buffalo. Okay. So if you, if, you can, if you can win those three games, that's a big notch on your belt going into the playoffs. You know what I mean? Like, And I, I think the Kansas City game might be – I said it will be closer than the Kansas City game yesterday was. 
The receiver you was thinking about for Miami is uh, Preston Williams. Preston Williams, okay. Mm-hmm. Colorado State. Yeah. Another one. Yeah, he got hurt on some like a celebration or something, right? Yeah. yeah. So what about no no vote for the uh the Raiders or the um the Ravens in the bubble? I think the Raiders get a no, hold on. I'm sorry. If you the coach out Al, then one or somebody gotta leave. I think I think you get two from the AFC East, but I gotta look at the I gotta look at the standards again. Yeah, right, so I made a speech for Buffalo and Miami to both make it. It's seven teams, right? So I got, I got the Steelers, Kansas City, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Buffalo, Tennessee, Miami. Uh, oh. So, yeah, so you got Steelers, Kansas City. The Browns have a pretty favorable schedule down the stretch, right? Or did they already play that uh, season? The Browns got the Browns got the Titans, then the Ravens, then the Giants, then the Jets, and then the Steelers. Okay. They got three, three out of five, or you know, I don't know how you look at. It. Okay. Well, three out of five is tough. If we can get over the bid, I'll put us in a. a is a six, and then there's one more team left. So, Indy could be close. Would you Would you rather pick Indy or the Raiders? I'd rather pick Indy because uh, somehow the Raiders lost their ability to run the football mm-hmm. against Atlanta, who was pretty bad against the run all year, and then. I don't know. So I, I'm, I'm going to go with Andy because of their ability to run a football and use different backs to get stuff done. I mean, I'm, just, I'm looking at the Raiders. I got Jets. They got Jets. They got the Chargers. They got the Broncos. I just see no way for them to lose those three. So if it comes down to that one spot, that game, week 14 game against the Colts. Like I said, if Colts lose that game, they're going to lose that tiebreaker. Mm. So what about the NFC? That's kind of more close, like just one or two spots, than just the whole shuffle. Mm. Who knows who's gonna come out the NFC East, bro? Like, I mean, that's a whole bubble itself because everybody can come out that division. I don't know what I can't. I can't even call that. Like Washington mm-hmm. football teams in second place. I can't call that, bro. Like, I mean, shit, they got. First place Giants, and I don't know what Danny Dimes is. He's gonna be out for a couple weeks. He's gonna be out for a couple weeks. All right, I'm... with a hamstring injury. He out. <laughs> he out. Seattle, yeah, please. I, agree. I need he Seattle out. tonight. Oh, to put... out. I need Seattle tonight to put the the, the nail on the proverbial playoff coffin for Philly for me. Because Lord Long knows I've been mapping out ways to get them in the playoffs. No <laughs> <It was> stupid. <laughs> So you got Seattle, you got New 
New Orleans, that's two. You got Tampa Bay, that's three. You got um, Seattle's Green Bay, that's four. What's the Vikings record? What are they about? Seven? Five and six. No, five and six. They five and six. Five. They, they no, no, I was not looking at the Cardinals six and five. Okay, you I got the Cardinals it. too. I believe more in the Vikings than the Cardinals, to be honest. Uh, the Cardinals can't run football. Trust me, I know I got King Drake. <laughs> um, hmm. And they suspected on the back end with any type of versatile receiver. So the Vikings, so, uh, the, I'm the sorry, Cardinals the Vikings, the Bears, and the 49ers are all looking up to the Cardinals at 6 and 5. They're all 5 the and 6 Rams, looking up right? like the Cardinals 6 and 5. Rams, too, right? So Rams are already, Rams. they're in the top playoff wild card spot. They got stuff there, stuff in the four. All right, so we say New Orleans. So right now, this is how the NFC is top to bottom right now. Pause. I don't like how it sounded. The Saints is number one seed. Then you got Green Bay, Seattle, and the Giants. That's the four division winners right now. And then the, the three wild card as of today is seven to four Rams, seven to five Bucks, and six and five Cardinals. I don't really see. I don't see that changing. And then three, like I said, three, five, and sixteen. Vikings, Bears, and 49ers. Here's here's the remaining schedule for the Cardinals to see if that changes your mind, Tay. Since they got the eleventh spot, they got to play the Rams twice, the 49ers, the Eagles, and the Giants. Hmm. All right, who Minnesota got left? Jacksonville, Tampa Bay. Chicago, the Saints on Christmas, and the Lions. Hmm. I heard two little, two losses in there. I heard Tampa Bay, and I heard Saints. Uh, Saints. When they play the Saints, what week is that? Week 16. Yeah. All right, so Drew Brees might be back from that little young lung. Um, so... <laughs> That's two losses to me. So I I think I might go Minnesota just because they got the Jets. But the Jets are good at stopping a run. Jaguars. They got the Jags. Oh, the Jaguars, not the Jets. Oh, okay, yeah. I'll go go Minnesota then, taking over for for Arizona. Arizona, they got to play L.A. twice. That's tough. Mm. I'm so holding on hope for 49ers to get in that playoff spot as well. And they got, damn, they got Buffalo Redskins, Cowboys, Cardinals, Seahawks. Buffalo Redskins, Cowboys, Cardinals, Seahawks. That's like three it. losses? I don't like it. I don't like it either. Yeah, I'll try. But you got Kyle Shanahan, though. That's right. What's up, man? Tough. That's tough. Hey, did Nate Robinson wake up yet? Huh? Breaking news, it's been 48 hours, and Nate Robinson is still asleep. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't never seen somebody face hit the ground so hard in my life. <laughs> hey, yo, my, my man asked for this fight. <laughs> my question is this. Come on, Who's Nate. in his corner? Like... Not like the actual corner where he 
Who is telling him to take this fight one and telling him not to use the head gear too? Listen, it's a YouTuber, so I understand the not using the head gear thing. <laughs> but who had that man come out there stepping on roaches? It's selling. He was selling punches in a wrestling match. <laughs> I thought it was an NBA arena match. He's selling punches. All that damn stomping. <laughs> Yo, I heard he got paid $600 for that fight. I hope, I hope $600, that's a lot. It was a, it was a K. Is it? It was a K. Oh, okay. <laughs> ain't, no way, ain't no way the man fight on pay-per-view for $600. I don't know, man. I'm going to be coming in for $600K. Yeah, $600K is different. Yeah, $600K is different. $600, he get more than that. And two arenas in, in Big 3. <laughs> I think I've seen somewhere that they also confirmed that Mike Tyson was high as a war during that Mike, fight. Mike confirmed it. He said he, he, he get high. He said he got to get high. That's his thing. I, he, talked, he was too nice. I was like, he high. He got to be. <laughs> He's, Mike said he stopped smoking coke um, about three years ago, but he ain't giving up weed. He smoked weed every day. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. And he smoked before the brain walk. Just three years ago he stopped smoking coke? Yep. I'll fight Mike while he's high. In Shit. two minute rounds. Hell no. You crazy? You said two minute rounds. You mean twenty second minute rounds? Did you hear what? Roy what? Jones after the fight? Did you see yeah. Roy Jones after the fight? That nigga was what? still what? holding it was still holding his ribs. Both of them made a million dollars. Both of them made a mill. Yeah. I'll be right in there. You wanna see you ain't never seen a six nine nigga move. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, I think Roy was hugging. <laughs> that ain't how I'm short so and you can you can tell the best friends by the time we got out of there. I'm telling you right now. You can you can I tell Mike for a minute and fifty five seconds. You can tell you can tell that Mike didn't want to knock him out because it wasn't an uppercut thrown. Mm-mm. Yo, what tripped me out after the after the fight, Jim Gray sitting there with this extra long interview and he asking Roy, Would you do this again? And Roy like you chat with the family. <laughs> Listen, man, I got to talk to my family. I was moving good, but them body shots, man, they hurt. Shit, Roy Jones had to shit right after that. <laughs> he holding his friends talking about, yeah, look, look. I, 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 look uh, well, I'm not scared of the fight. I'm just saying, I'm not scared, but I'm going to fight this guy again. But my family, you know, piss cold in the house. Um, well, we got to see. Because, who he tough? That nigga had the bubble gut that whole interview. Front tell you, you still got the bubble gut. Get him away, yo. Roy was high. Meanwhile, he had the BGs and Mike was just looking for the punt at the whole interview. Like, all right, we done. Mike walked off in the interview. I saw Mike looking for a blunt. But I'm trying to figure out who did Mike ask first. Because Mike said, like, in the the, the, uh, post-fight conference, he said Roy was the only one that wanted to take the fight. Mm. He said, I ain't going to put out there who all we asked, but Roy was the only one that wanted to take a fight. He said, hopefully some people watching this shit, you know, all right, I can take advantage of this and want to fight now. They want to sell Holyfield next. This is a league that Mike Tyson is starting. Legends mm. only. They're going to try to sell Holyfield next. But I got... Holy, my cousin said... My cousin sent me a clip talking about um, a link talking about Lynx Lewis said he got unfinished business. He think he might jump in there next. That nigga versus Holyfield. He's very nice. Lynx Lewis. I mean, he Lynx beat everybody. I don't know what the hell you talking about. Clisco. Oh yeah, Clisco should never. 
ring again. That nigga just got out the ring, what, two, three years ago? Fuck. Not him, the other one. The other one. The older one. No matter. Mm. That gotta be it, because he beat everybody. Like, really, she whooped yeah, everybody. What you talking about? Who wants Lennox versus Klitschko at this point? Nobody. He gonna, he gonna have to fight a black. <laughs> Lennox gonna have to fight a black? <laughs> yeah, Lennox gonna have to fight the black, because, uh... Hey, you know black people ain't paying for that. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm saying you you know, fight, fight, fight. <laughs> I don't know who he's gonna fight, yo, but who y'all think, man? Who y'all think could be next though? I wanna see Mike Tyson and Can I get Mike Tyson and Razor Riddick? He's still alive? Razor Riddick Bow? <laughs> you said Razor Riddick. I'm thinking about Razor Ruddick. My bad. No, not Ruddick. Riddick <laughs> Bow. <laughs> no, Al. Riddick Bow was on Family Feud. Celebrity um, Family Feud this year. Why are we asking this nigga to do anything that involves thinking? I just said Listen, punch the motherfucker. That's it. <laughs> right. But he couldn't stand up. He's sitting right. down at the, at the counter. Damn. Only time he stood up was was just to go up to the buzzer and you know try to win the round. That was it. Other than that, he sit on a stool. Everybody else standing. Riddick. Oh, I'm sitting down. Who's he? Wendy Williams. Same <laughs> thing. Wendy Williams got. <laughs> I don't think Wendy Williams legs work. Would y'all watch? <laughs> just saying. She was on. She was on. Uh, Mad Singer. Sit down the whole time. You know she'd be passing out. <laughs> Right, right. She might have been smoking that crack on Mike. Right. And she just ain't quit three years ago. Right. <laughs> Roland said Oscar Oscar De La Hoya will be a draw. See Oscar fight somebody. I, I, I watched that. The two cocaine. <laughs> Oscar and Shane Mosley fight again. I watched that. But no happens. But no happens good for a good sniff. You know Bernard sniff. Yeah, ain't enough money for Bernard. <laughs> he make more money promoting. You know him. Mm. Mm. That that was was I think Bernard need to get back in there after, after that white guy's knocked him out. Chill, y'all. I'm about to say, did he knock him off the ring through the floor? Like, come on, come on. Right. <laughs> listen, listen. He knocked my man out the ring, off the scores table, on the floor. <laughs> On to not, a not nobody didn't try to catch him or nothing. They said, nope. they watch your fall. <laughs> they watch my man fall. Hit the whole concrete. Boom. Mm. On to some bean oh. packers. Terrible, man. <laughs> we did it for the culture, bro. Damn. People need to stop doing shit for the culture. Like, the culture good at this point, bro. Nate Robinson, Adrian Broner. Like, don't do shit out for the culture, please. Y'all good. All right, and we can squeeze this last question in. Yeah. Who is the greatest? Ooh. Hold up. This, this, what team is this, Taiwan? Who is the greatest drafted defensive player in the last five years? I literally cannot come up with anybody. I can come up with people, but like to say that they're the greatest is just like. Who your time Hold to? on, time out. Well, let's let's just say let's say best. I won't say greatest. Okay. That's not like the end. That's like that's like it's final. Oh, all right, okay, all right. Let's say the best in the last five. 
Hmm. All right, maybe I'm bugging. All right, y'all go ahead. Y'all go ahead. I'm probably bugging. Because I didn't think this was a conversation at all. So that's 2015 on. I know Herb's one. That shit easy. I don't know. That's his favorite player. That's one of his favorite players. Defensive? Mm -hmm. Ah, he's right outside of that window. You lucky mother. But you was going to say Khalil Mack? I was saying Aaron Donald. Well, he right outside that window. He was at six years. I think he wasn't five. The reason I knew he wasn't five is because Tim wanted to ask the question. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I was That's looking. True. I was like, yo, you sure? Everybody, he's true. number one. Everybody else fighting for two. I don't know. I, I like watching. I love watching Jamal Adams play. Nope. But I, but I also like watching. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know, man. I like. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to have to go with Jamal. I can't do Jamal Adams. Oh, you can't. Not against him either. Nothing against him or his play. Who you got? I got TJ Watt. Damn. Hmm. That was the last five. TJ Watt has 209 tackles, 43 and a half sacks. 24 pass deflections, 15 forced fumbles, 4 fumble recovery, oh. interceptions. Is that, three, is that three years? Hmm? That's the three years? Uh, yeah. yeah, three years. I thought he, he came in at 17? Yeah. yeah. Well, all right. That's you thought, mean, bro. John, you thought I was going to say Miles Garrett. Yes, you was going to say Miles Garrett. No. I I actually, I'm actually torn. I was torn between T.J. Watt, but I'm going with Jalen Ramsey. It's like it's like people forget he's still shut down. Is Jalen Ramsey within that five? Yes. Yeah. All right, it's Jalen Ramsey. You remember we had Ronnie. Ronnie just got done his rookie contract. All right, so yeah, it's, it's Jalen. Yeah, it's Jalen there. And the only reason why I thought Jalen Ramsey was too easy is because sometimes he don't get thrown at. Is I don't believe he can change the game as dramatic, dramatically as a TJ Watt. That, man, that was that was my truth. Yeah, I know what you're saying. That's a good point. Yeah, okay. Miles Garrett was slightly behind him, John. Miles. The only reason why him. I believe Miles Garrett is not probably not in my top five in that conversation is because he was out for a long time, and I have seen him get washed versus certain opponents. I was looking at, huh. I was looking at uh, Daniel Hunter like now, but Daniel been out. This she all this year, so I can't say yo. So yeah, it was, it was yeah, white or what? Ramsey for me. Ooh, and then Bosa, and then Joey been hurt, so I couldn't right. consider Joey. Joey well, I wanted Joey to say before T J Watt was sure. Darius London. I can't do that. That's too early. It's too early for me. Darius London, man, he's been dominant, man. He's been late two years. Yeah, he's been dominant in both yeah. years. All right, you got three hundred and fifty-two tackles, fourteen sacks. Seven forced fumbles, four fumble recovery, seven interceptions, nineteen deflection, and one defensive. It's my linebacker. Beautiful. <laughs> That's beautiful right there. I just feel like you know how I feel, I feel like I feel like yeah. any pass rusher gets overshad like overshadows the rest of the defensive. No, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. In two years, bro. That's beautiful. Yeah. That's, wow. that's mean. 
It might be Darius. I look at it. I probably can. I probably can count on my hand how many touchdowns Jalen Ramsey gave up in five years. Mm. I mean, I think it's a. I think it's the valid case for all three that y'all just mentioned. But y'all definitely just made me relook at Jamal Adams. Adams, like, yeah. So, what about uh, Fitzpatrick? Is he like in that conversation? I'm not saying he's definite, but I'm saying, does he does he get does he benefit from the uh, Pittsburgh defensive line? I think he still makes great plays, even with a great front four. He still got to be there to make plays. He still make a ton of mistakes. Mm. The sad thing is. If the man was healthy last year and he and this year, for me, it had been hands down Derwin James. Yeah, I was thinking Derwin James. Everybody would have said that. Hands down would have been Derwin James. Just, uh, you only played, what, one healthy year, right? Something like it. Right? Was it a full healthy year? It was a year to the, uh, um, with, rookie year. With, um, yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's it for me. But, but hey, um, what y'all doing? I'm about to see the game tomorrow, but it's Wednesday. <laughs> and it is Wednesday. Wednesday. Working. I'll be at work. So, <laughs> I, should we do a post game, Wednesday? Since it's early. Yeah, oh, right. post game? Yeah, post game gonna be about four thirty. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll plan on losing, so I'll plan on being that pissed off. Yo, you know what? It, it probably wouldn't it be live to have a, like a a Zoom while we watching the game, so we can like decipher. Oh my gosh! No, I can't do that. Are we mature enough for that? Nope. Huh? I said, are we mature enough for that? I'm not. Why not? <laughs> Dude, Why not? I don't. I don't even. I don't even look at y'all. Look at the thread doing the game. I ain't being on no Zoom. Bro, I'll be trying to be positive as a whole for like the first three minutes of the first quarter and be like, you know what? Fuck it. But no, but I'm saying this is a this is a game that off of coaching, you don't have your whole team. So you're not really expect you you, you wanna win. You wanna win, but you wanna expect to win, right. Right. I say that now, but I still would be pissed off because of who we playing. I will say this. If they come out real passive in a in a what do you have to lose type of game? That just, I'm done. I'm done. You cannot be passive in, in a game that you ain't supposed to win. Hmm. I'm just bracing myself for it. I'm sorry. You know, you know what? Uh, you're in traffic. And y'all still, y'all saying all of this, and y'all still put the Ravens in the playoffs. I don't, I don't get it. Because they got to play trash teams the last three weeks. Isn't it in the given Sunday? The reason why we, the reason, uh, my opinion is the reason why I question the team as a whole is because not because I think they're not going to make the playoffs or they are going to make the playoffs. It's about when you get to a playoff team in a game that there is no tomorrow. Can you game plan to help you win that next game? And I don't believe, especially on defensive side, they will. That's just my opinion for the past five or six years. Oh. You're preaching. <clears throat> All right. 
Roland Petty said, what school did Ramsey and Durbin attend? It was in Florida somewhere. They got two of them guys, right? Man, them niggas had Tim Jernigan and, and Terrence Brooks. Like, come on. That's two hours right there. So stupid. Well, we appreciate everybody that was on, laughing with us, all your comments. Uh, continue to follow us on Instagram at Sideline Talk and in the group, hashtag Sideline Talk. Al, take us out. Be blessed, be productive, be more. We love you. We out. You know when you order a new video game, or a golf club, or a blender, and then it arrives at your door, you get a little thrill. Imagine how much more thrilling it is when you order a new car. With Nissan at Home, you can shop for the perfect ride and order it without ever having to go anywhere. Sure beats a golf club or a blender. Buy a new car entirely online with Nissan at Home. Deliver direct from dealer to driveway. Thrill starts here. Services may vary at participating dealers subject to applicable lossy dealer for details.